0: You're walking with footsteps in educational ministry. Welcome to the podcast. Each episode is aimed at discussion and encouragement of Christian ministry education, including academic, extracurricular, and spiritual activities, and family ministry. We hope you find today's topic to be interesting. In an educational community, teachers and students would do very well to pay attention to the teacher, Jesus, and his students, the disciples. Today, Student Life Director Mr. Miller calls attention to Jesus' instruction on prayer. Mr. Miller's comments are taken from this week's special online message to students.
1: Today I wanted to just briefly look, we're not going to look at this whole thing, but we're going to look at really just two words. Let's read Matthew 6, 9 through 13. Pray then like this. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we have forgiven our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. In the four gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, there's only one place where the disciples directly ask Jesus to teach them something. And it's found in Luke 11, which is kind of the variation of the Lord's prayer, right? It's the second place where Jesus puts this prayer kind of out uh, to his disciples. So one of the only, the, the only place where the disciples directly ask Jesus to teach them something is regarding prayer. And I think that that can give us a little bit of the significance and importance of prayer. And since we are in the quarantine times, uh, I think if you're like me, you find yourself with slightly more free time, but then, you know, so you could use it to pray. Uh, But also, I want to look at Matthew 6 and just show you something about prayer that's innate in the way that Jesus taught it that isn't necessarily just about personal prayer. And so I want to give you a challenge at the end of this. So we're just going to look at two words. In the Greek, the Lord's Prayer in Matthew 6 starts with. The word Father. And then the next word is our. And those are the two words that we're going to look at. Our Father. This first word, Father, is extremely significant. Jesus teaches his disciples that when you pray to God, the Holy God who is in heaven, right? The God who is running the entire universe, the God who's not surprised by COVID 19, the God who's not surprised by death and life, He's not surprised by anything. He's sovereignly powerful over it all, right? This God, Jesus tells you that you are primarily to address him and approach him in prayer with the word Father. And that's an amazing thing if you think about it. The significance of that should not be overlooked. The reason we can call our God Father is because his son died on a cross, right, for the forgiveness of our sins. And He, the great exchange, as Martin Luther calls it, the righteousness of Christ is given to those who believe in Jesus, and the sinfulness of man is given to Jesus on the cross. And so Jesus is punished on behalf of our sins, and we are cherished on behalf of his righteousness. We are called sons and daughters on behalf of his righteousness. You are part of the family of God. And so the first significant thing that we need to look in and just dwell upon and just wonder at is the fact that we are children of God. The second word that I want us to focus in on is the word our, our, right? It's plural. Uh, It's plural pronoun, right? Describing whose father. It's not merely your father. It's not my father, but it's our father. And there's a whole, you could write a whole book on just that word our, because what it implies here, right? That you are not merely a child of God individually and personally and alone on an island, but rather you are a child of God reconciled to both God as father, but reconciled to the other children of God. There is a coming together of people that happens when someone believes in the good news of Jesus Christ, and Jesus is telling you to acknowledge that in your prayer life, that there is a togetherness that is implicit and implied uh, in our prayer, that we shouldn't come personally and individually, but we should come and we could recognize that this is not just my father, this is our father. When we come to God in prayer, the people who are also believers in Jesus that we interact with day in and day out should also come with us in prayer. So that can be done in a couple ways, right? You can corporately worship, like you could be calling up your friends who are believers, you could call up your Fellow church members who are part of your church, and you can pray with them. Uh, but it also can just be like in your personal, individual prayer lives. These names are with you. You're bringing them before your Father as well in prayer, right? So those two words set the trajectory of the entire prayer that Jesus teaches. So the first word is Father, and notice that the the following lines um, reflect that. Hallowed be your name. He's adoring, right? Your your name is holy. You're adoring God. Your kingdom comes your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So Father, right, your name be hallowed, your kingdom come, your will be done. So we're focusing on the Father, and we're just adoring him, and we're asking him to enact his will, right, to bring it about, to bring his kingdom even now. And then the second half of the prayer relates pretty directly to the word our. Give us this day our daily bread, Forgive us our debts as we have forgiven our debtors and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. So I just wanted to encourage you all in this time of COVID, two things, that if you believe in Jesus Christ, if you trust that on the cross, Jesus took your sins and that he has offered to you his righteousness, his status, his sonship, his childness before God, uh, if you trust in Christ, then you have every right to approach God as Father. That that rightly is His name to you. He is your Father. And then the second thing that I would like to encourage is that when you approach God, that you approach Him with people in mind. You approach Him with your brothers and your sisters in mind. This particularly has practice uh, within the local church that you belong to. That you bring people who are part of your local church to God in prayer but obviously this also applies outside of the local church in the more universal church any believer in Jesus is our brother and our sister and so to some degree right we should also do that and so the challenge then becomes this who are you bringing before the father in prayer each day are we praying individualistic prayers or are we starting our prayers off with our father and then proceeding to adore him in his name and then also bringing other people to this God, this Father, and asking Him to do things on their behalf as well. And so the challenge is to pray communal prayers, even if you're doing it by yourself. But the second kind of challenge here is make, you know, set up some of these times with people you know who are believers. Set up some of the, you know, call up some of your fellow students and peers or someone in your church and set up a weekly time to just Zoom with them and just pray for 15, 20 minutes and just enact this uh, beautiful thing. Because again, just to remind you, this is the only time the disciples thought it necessary to ask Jesus to teach them something. It was regarding prayer. And so that means prayer is likely powerful. And we know that to be true. Father, our Father, I am thankful that not only you have reconciled us to you, but you've reconciled us to each other. I pray that all the Christian life, Uh, we would live those two things out, that we're reconciled to you and that we're reconciled to each other. Father, that you would make the gospel uh, the center of our prayer life, the good news that we've been reconciled to a God and to a people, and we're thankful for that. Thank you that really all of the law hangs on these two things, that we love you and that we love others, and that you teach us to pray in the same way. I pray for these students, Lord, that you fill them up with your spirit and Uh, lord that you would give them a healthy prayer life and that includes them bringing daily other people before your name and celebrating two things that they can call you father the god of the bible and uh that they can call each other brothers and sisters because they belong to this family it's our father you are our father so lord uh, make your name known honor your name bring honor to it in our midst and lord uh, we also ask that you would Teach us to walk according to your will. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen.
0: You've been walking with footsteps in educational ministry. Thank you for listening. We welcome your feedback. For more information, visit the podcast webpage at lakepointacademy.com.